put into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Verse 5, but someone answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. Verse 7, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And when they had come and filled the boats, so that they began to sink. Verse number 8, when Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees and saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Verse number 9, For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. May God bless the reading of his word. Now, from where we are reading this morning, it's a story of Simon Peter and his colleagues who were running a fishing operation or a fishing business. But before we get to that story, if we retract a little bit to chapter 4 of the book of Luke, you see that Jesus is uh, led into the wilderness by the devil. And there he is in the wilderness where he's fasting 40 days and the devil comes there to tempt him while he's in the wilderness. And after overcoming the temptations, Jesus then moves back, you know, verse number 4, verse 18. Then he says, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me after he had overcome the devil. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to open the eyes of the blind, to proclaim liberty to those who are bound. Now, as he moved along, the Bible says he gets into a synagogue and he sees a man who had an unclean spirit. And Jesus casts away the unclean spirit. And as he moved out of the synagogue, he moves into the house of Peter. And he gets there, he finds Peter's mother-in-law sick. And what does Jesus do? Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law of her fever. When you continue reading chapter 4, it then tells us that at sunset, they brought many who were demon-possessed and who had various ailments. And Jesus was beginning to heal them. So Jesus was already demonstrating the power of the kingdom of God. He was already showing them that he had come to stamp his authority. He had come to usher in a new dimension, which was the dimension of the kingdom of God. But now when we hit chapter 5, I think Jesus thought that these people only thought that the kingdom of God was only about casting out demons and healing the sick. And he says to them, let me show you that when you are in the kingdom of God, there is another dimension that you can operate in. A dimension of giving instructions to conditions. A dimension of supernatural provision. A dimension of miraculous provision. Now, from where we have read, the Bible says, Jesus got to the lake of Gennesaret. Now, when you investigate or do a study about the lake of Gennesaret, they say it was a beautiful and a fertile place, uh, which means everything that was happening around that area was very fruitful. You, you wouldn't get so many things wrong when you were around the lake of Gennesaret. When you were around that lake, you were assured that I'm at a place where I am able to harvest whatever I am looking for. 
I don't know if I'm talking to someone this morning who came into a place where they were thinking, I am in a fertile place. I am in a beautiful place where you were expecting a harvest, but the negative have happened in your life. Now, the Bible goes on to say that he saw two boats that were in the lake. And the fishermen had given up. The fishing operation for this particular day had failed. The Bible says they were busy washing their nets. And, and now when they were washing their nets, that they were saying the day has not given us anything. We have toiled all night. We have not achieved anything. It is better for us to retreat and start washing our nets. Now, now when, when we talk about washing nets, we can classify it into two categories. Number one, the washing of nets can mean having given up, having thrown in the towel. Having said, this does not work for me. This has failed to yield anything for me. I, I don't know if I'm speaking to someone this morning who is saying, Pastor, I am busy washing my nets. I have given up. All hope is gone. All hope is lost. But I want to say to you this morning, that condition of yours can be given an instruction. We can give an instruction on that condition. Because when we operate in the kingdom of God, all things become possible. Now, the other part is that when you are washing nets, it's a season of preparation. Peter was saying, though I did not manage to catch today, but let's wash our nets preparing for the next catch. Let's wash our nets in preparation just in case something good happens. Let's get ourselves ready. I've come with a word for someone this morning who is saying, Pastor, I'm preparing for my next breakthrough. I'm preparing for my next level in God. I'm busy washing my nets. I'm preparing for my next job. I'm preparing for my next promotion. I'm preparing, I'm preparing. I'm preparing for my next breakthrough. I want to say to you, we are going to give instructions to that condition today in the name of Jesus Christ. Now the Bible says, when he saw the two boats, he says to them, can I use your boats, gentlemen? Because there is something that I need to do. Allow me please to remove my jacket. There are things that I need to do here. There is a preaching that I need to do. So allow me to uh, uh, use your boats for a while. Remember, Jesus had already seen that these guys have not caught anything. Jesus was fully aware that for Peter and his company, this had been a wasted night. This was a night of no achievement at all. Yet these guys were at a lake where, you know, there was so much fertility and so much beauty, but they had nothing to show for it. The Bible says they were washing their nets, which means Peter and his friends had caught something. Because if the nets had not caught anything, there was no need to wash the nets. So the nets had caught something. But what they caught is not what they were looking for. They caught something contrary to what they were hoping for. They were hoping to catch fish, but maybe they were catching snails. They were hoping to catch fish, but maybe they were you know, catching snails and, and everything else that you find in the water. I don't know if you are here today. 
You are saying, Pastor, I have been in this city. I came expecting to catch fish, but all I'm catching are snails. I came expecting to catch something different, but what I'm catching is on the contrary. I want to say to you this morning, we are going to give an instruction to that condition today in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to instruct that condition today. We are going to instruct that condition today. Our father teaches and he says, the reason why we have the kingdom of God is for us to have a better life. When we are in the kingdom of God, life should be easy. Things must not continue to be complicated for you. Things must not continue to be hard for you. You are a kingdom citizen. You possess the power from on high. So when you are in the kingdom of God, you have got the right to instruct. Ah, what does the Bible say about giving instructions? It says you shall decree a thing. Ah, and it shall be established for you. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established for you. I want to say to you this morning, start telling your condition where you are sitting that enough is enough. Start telling your problem today that today I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. Now the Bible says after Jesus had finished preaching and teaching while sitting in Peter's boat, he then goes out of the boat. People were pressing about him to hear the word of God because they understood that it was through the word of God that they can get their breakthroughs. So after he had finished giving them the word of God, he now says to them, let me show you another dimension of the kingdom of God. That where you have failed before, when you go back in the power of the kingdom, when you go back in the power of the kingdom, ah, uh -uh, Jesus did not say, Peter, change the lake. He did not say, go and change the river. When you go back to the same place where they have written you off, when you go back to the same place where they said you are not going to amount to anything, when you go back to the same place where you did not achieve, I want to tell you today, my brother and my sister, you have got the power to give instructions for your harvest. Now Jesus says to them, guys, launch out into the deep for a catch. Launch out into the deep for a catch. Peter says to Jesus, Lord, you don't understand. We have toiled, not only worked. You know, there is a difference between toiling and working. Because the dictionary definition of toiling is working extremely hard. Working that is so excessive. Peter was saying to Jesus, Lord, you don't understand. We have toiled, not for one hour. We have toiled not for three hours, but the whole night. We were working extremely hard and we did not catch anything. I have a word for someone who is saying, Pastor, I have toiled the whole month. I have toiled the whole year. I have toiled the rest of my life. It's not about the amount of time you have spent toiling. It's about you being able to give an instruction to your condition. Because time is not an issue with God. The Bible says to God, a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day. 
So the fact that you have toiled the rest of your life, it does not mean that God cannot change your situation in a day. Ah, the fact that you have suffered from the time that you set foot into this nation, it does not mean that God cannot change your story. This day we are going to instruct every condition must hear the word of the Lord. It must hear the word of the Lord. Now, these guys had three particular methods of fishing that they used. Bible scholars, they say, they used to have what they call the dragnet. Now, with the dragnet, it's a net where they would tie uh, on, on, on two boats. Another boat is a few meters away, another one a few meters away. They put a net. Then they go through the sea in a dragnet, trying to catch. And with that particular way of catching, you are guaranteed of catching fish. Because they, you are not leaving any spot. They say the circumference of the Sea of Galilee was about 53 kilometers. Which means the greater part of that sea, Peter and his friends had already dealt with it that particular night. But still did not come up with anything. I'm saying to someone who is saying, Pastor, I have been trying to drag everything. All the opportunities I've been trying to pick them up. Anything that presented itself, I've been dragging. But out of all that, I have not caught anything. I want to say to you, there is a Jesus who can give instructions to your condition. Despite the method that you have used. When you are in the kingdom of God, you can decree things and they happen. The second method that they use, the Bible talks about what they call the casting net. Now, with the casting net, it's a type of fishing where they could actually see the fish. That the fish is here. And they would cast the net on the fish that they are seeing. They were not assuming like the dragnet to say, maybe we're going to catch. With the casting net, you'd actually see the fish. And then you throw your net at something that you are already seeing. So the, the, these guys were not trying to catch something that we're not seeing. It was already there. But something was just happening. It was just evading their hands. It was just slipping off. I want to say to someone, there is an opportunity that was presented to you. That seemed so obvious that this time around I'm getting it. I can already see it. You were already celebrating your breakthrough. You were already celebrating your deliverance. You were already celebrating your victory. It was just there on your feet. But it slipped away. Peter and his friends had the same scenario. The casting net did not work. The third method they used was called the bag net. Now the bag net, this one was used mainly in the night. This is where they would cast their nets in the deep, which Jesus now says, cast your nets in the deep for a catch. They would cast their nets so deep and they would get a catch from the deep waters. So Jesus here was now saying to them, cast your nets into the deep. I'm saying to you, you have tried all methods that you know. You know, sometimes as human beings, we try so many, many things. But there is a point where we get where we say, you know what? I have tried everything, but nothing seems to be working for me. That was the same scenario with Peter and his friends. They were saying, Jesus, we have tried everything. You are a preacher man. We are fishermen. You cannot tell us about fishing. We know what time we can catch fish. We know what are the best times for the good harvest. We have toiled all night because 
those who catch fish, they say, you catch the best fish at night. So Peter was saying to Jesus, the night that we have already spent, that was the most opportune time for us to catch. But we have not caught anything. I want to say to someone who's saying, Pastor, my opportunity has passed. I've come to tell you that your opportunity has not yet passed. Your opportunity is just arriving. Your opportunity is just dawning on you. When you are in the kingdom of God, life must be easy. Life must become easy when we are in the kingdom of God. Now the Bible says, Jesus says to them, launch out into the deep for a catch. And Peter said, you know what? Even though we have tried, we are just going to try what this man is saying. We are going to take him at his instruction. He is instructing our condition. We are going to obey him at his word. The Bible says they cast their nets into the deep. What happened to Peter and his friends? They caught so much fish that their net began to break. Now when you read the Bible, it says, Jesus says to them, cast down your nets. But when you read further, when Peter was casting down, they did not cast down nets. Peter casted down a net, which then began to break. Which means the opportunity had been opened so much in such that in as many nets Peter was ready to cast, he was going to get as much fish as he wanted. I want to say to you, when you are in the kingdom of God, you are living under an open heaven. You are living under so many opportunities. It's going to take you. How much are you going to desire to get your breakthrough? But it's already provided for. The Bible says they had to call on their friends to say, my brothers, come and help us. And I think the people who, were, who they were calling, they were surprised. Are these not the same guys who were just washing their nets now? Are these not the same guys who had given up on fishing? Are these not the same guys who had said, this does not work? What has happened? The kingdom of God has arrived in the life of Peter. I want to say to you, my brother and my sister, people must be astonished with your testimony. People must be surprised with your breakthrough. People must be amazed with what God is going to do. They must scratch each other and say, Brother, is this not that guy who was washing his nets? Is this not that lady who had given up? What has happened? The kingdom of God has arrived. And we are able to give instructions to our conditions. Ah, today I'm telling you by the grace of God. If you can believe you are going to address your condition. Ah, you have cried enough, my sister. You have cried enough, my brother. You have toiled enough, my sister. You have toiled enough, my brother. When the kingdom of God arrives, life must become easy. Life must be easy. Now... When they had caught all the fish, their boats began to sink. And they asked for help to take their boats off the shore. The breakthrough that is coming upon your life, it's not going to be for you alone. You are going to need people to help you with it. Ah, if you believe it, you're going to need people. Ah, you're going to be calling them and saying, come and help me. Come and help me in this breakthrough. It's too big for me. What God has done for me is too immense. And when they had taken their boats offshore, the Bible says Peter went to Jesus. And he says, depart from me. 
for I am a sinful man. But I love verse 9. It says, they were all astonished at the catch of fish. Meaning that all the days Peter and his friends were catching fish. They had not caught fish in this pattern. They had not received so much of a harvest. Because if they had received it before, there was no need for them to be astonished. They were going to say, yes, he told us to catch and we caught our normal kgs. We caught our normal harvest. But the harvest was so many more times better that they were astonished at the catch of fish. I'm telling you what God is about to do in your life must astonish you. Ah, we are moving from the ordinary and moving into the extraordinary. We are moving from the natural, moving into the supernatural. What God is about to do, I should astonish you. Ah, someone should be astonished. You should pinch yourself and say, is it me? Are they talking about me? Is it me with this job now? Is it me with my visa now? Is it me with my school fees now? Ah, they told you that you are not going to get married. But they are going to be astonished. They told you that you can make it. But they are going to be astonished. When they are busy telling you that you will never get married. That's the day that you go to a wedding shop. Start trying on wedding gowns. Start trying on the high heels. Telling them that I'm instructing my condition. I will have a wedding. When they say you never get married. You go to that shop and you try on the crowns. What are you doing? I'm instructing my condition. I'm instructing my condition. That job that they refuse to give you. Ah, something is coming. We are declaring a week of astonishment. We are declaring a week of astonishment. We are declaring a week. Ah, my God, my God, my God, my God. We are declaring a week of astonishment. That same place where they said no to you. I want you to go back this week. That same job that they gave you a regret. I want you to apply this week. That visa they denied. I want you to go and apply this week. That healing that the doctors say. You are going to die with this disease. I want you to go back and get checked this week. We are declaring a week of astonishing things. Ah, we are going to instruct our conditions. 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 Peter and his friends did not change the lake. Peter and his friends did not change the city. It's not about Kuala Lumpur. Ah, it's not about the condo you stay in. No, 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 no. It's not about the varsity that you are going. It's about giving instructions. It's about giving instructions. Don't change the city. Give instructions. Don't change your place. Give instructions. While you are there, begin to decree things. And they shall be established. Why? Because the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, the kingdom of God is not in word. Ah! The kingdom of God is not in word. But it is in the demonstration of the power of God. Ah, we have declared a week of astonishments. We have declared a week of astonishing things. We are going to exercise the power of the kingdom. As you send that CV, touch the screen of your computer and say, I'm declaring a week of astonishment. As you send in your papers, ah, touch them and say, 
I'm declaring a week of astonishing things. I'm instructing my condition. I'm instructing my condition. Ah, that part of your body which the doctors say this is not going to work anymore. I want you to wake up every morning and put your hands on your body and say I'm declaring I'm giving instructions because the Bible tells me that by his stripes I am healed. I am giving you now an instruction. Body receive your healing. Receive your healing. Ah, oh, it's a week of astonishing things. God is about to release a breakthrough for someone. God is about to release your breakthrough. Your miracle is around the corner. Obey the word of God. The same place where you failed, go back again. The same place where they denied you, go back again. The same place where they said no to you, go back again. They are going to be astonished. You are going to be astonished. What has happened in my life? What has happened in my life? What has happened in my life? You know, God should do things that surprise us. Because we are not of this world. That's what the Bible says. Do not be conformed to the standards of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want to say to you, child of God today. Don't accept what the world says about you. Make the word of God a standard of your life. Continue to declare things in your life. Continue to say things according to the word of God. Peter obeyed the word of God. And he casted his nets into the deep. And he began to get a catch. I want to say to you, the gospel that we are preaching of the kingdom is followed with signs and wonders. The gospel of the kingdom is followed with miracles. You remember on anniversary Sunday, we preached about the kingdom of God. There was a lady who was in the bench, in the chairs there. When we said God has given us a word of someone who have got things that move in their body and they don't understand what it is. And we prayed. And a lady wrote me that evening and said, Pastor, you were talking about me. I've had things that move in my legs. I've gone for x-rays. I have the x-rays. I have the scan reports. They tell me that they cannot see anything. You cannot put a demon under a microscope. You cannot put a devil under a machine. That's why they could not see anything. But when we declared, when we gave an instruction to that condition, she says up to now the condition is vanished. Ladies and gentlemen, there is power in giving instructions. What is it that is making you cry? Give an instruction to that condition. You are a child of the most high God. Don't allow the devil to keep on playing with you. You should get to a point where you say, I'm angry now. Enough is enough. You have tormented me enough. You have held my breakthrough enough. Give instructions. That's what you want to happen. Give instructions. Give instructions. Give instructions. In the kingdom of God, we give instructions. So this afternoon, we want to give instructions to our conditions. Can we, can we all stand? We want to instruct our conditions. We want to instruct our problems. We want to instruct anything that we have been going through. Come on, create atmosphere. Oh, we want to give an instruction. We are giving instructions. We are giving instructions from the kingdom of God. Come on, come on, child of God. Create that atmosphere now. Create that atmosphere now. Create that atmosphere now. 
create, 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 create. Launch out. Launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. Launch out right now. Launch out. Launch out. Launch out. Launch out. Launch out. Your catch is there. Your catch is there. Your catch is there. Your catch is there. Launch out into the deep. Launch out, launch out, launch out. Akaya papaya bahaya. Akaya tata labo kosika. Aya papa kaya kataka. Aya tata kaya bokosika. Rebe pepe ya bokosika ya babaha. I'm giving instructions to my condition. I'm giving instructions to my conditions. Make way. Make way. Make way. Make way. Make way, make way, make way, make way in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh yeah, ba 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 ba. Make way, make way, make way, make way. Ayabaka takata. Oh, ayababa ba 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 ba. Ayababa ba 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 ba. Ayababa ba 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 ba. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, the power of the kingdom. 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 The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The power of the kingdom. Manifest, 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 manifest the kingdom's power. Manifest, manifest. Oka kaka ba 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 ba. Hey, hey, hey. This afternoon, before we close. I want to join with you. If you are there and you're saying, Pastor, I need you to join me with, in faith for what I'm believing in. To give my condition and instruction. We are not worried what it is. What we know is we can give an instruction. We are not worried for how long it has been happening. What we know is that we can give an instruction. We can give an instruction to that condition. If you're there, I want you to come. I want you to come. The power of the kingdom. The kingdom of God. 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 We are giving instructions by the power of the kingdom. We are giving instructions by the power of the kingdom. We are giving instructions by the power of the kingdom. The power of the kingdom. The power of the kingdom. We are giving instructions. Oh, ay, 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 Holy Ghost, 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 We're giving instructions by the power, the power of the kingdom. It's all over you. The power of the kingdom. 
the power of the kingdom, 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 the power, the power, the power, the power, the power. Hey, the power of the kingdom. Hey, we give instructions to that condition right now. 